0: than most, better than most, critical takeoff he falls into the pit, he's going to get spanned out, oh my goodness, please make welcome, the Ball and All podcast, James Tiger Woods, Beric ecker and the king of speaking in the third person, Steve Condor, condo Condor! Condor.
1: Okay, Monday's experts. We are back in the shed. It's uh, it's not morning radio. It's uh, it's probably uh, drive time, uh, and we welcome Woody back. Barnsley, welcome. Uh, James, great to be here. Love it. How was uh, how was Aussie titles at uh, North Stratty,
2: mate? It was great. It was a sick week. Um, Scrappy O'Brien got a third. Um, His good mate who was staying with us, Harley Walters, got a first in the 18 boys. Um, Maxi McGilvray from Evans, uh, one of the Lebar kids, he got third. Um, in the 14 boys and got the MR male surfer of the award for the best sur- male surfer in the whole of, whole event. He was um, on fire and then uh, Keenan, Chris, um, Junie and um, Osha Curtis went out in round three, I'm pretty sure.
1: Woody, you missed uh, you missed um, Brad Smith, which I know you were actually really looking forward to but it didn't obviously culminate in the timing. But uh, Barnsley, he was excellent, very humble, down to earth.
0: Um, yeah, great value. All those things, mate. And I didn't know he could rap. But, but mate, your question dug something out, which I had no idea. Um, yeah, I'm looking all forward time. to it. I think we might even throw it in at the final word. We'll okay. see how we go. I think we got it. It's so but, good. But uh, I'm bummed for him than the fact that he's done his – second time he's done his ACL because there's every chance yeah. he would have been in the squad for this World Cup. And to be a part of that, you could tell deep down it was eating at him. Oh, and, and, be, and it would.
2: You'd be – like, especially seeing the way they played, the fight – um you know all yeah. that it's just every part of you hope what represents australia
1: well let's get on to yeah. that around the grounds we'll start with the world cup the aussies performance how good was that like i know there was a you know there was a mistake there at the back uh, with our captain matty ryan but geez, he's been he's been enormous all the way through the world cup leading up to the world cup so there should be there was, shouldn't be any blame put put his way 100% no, none
0: whatsoever that that, and that reminds me of that that quote the man in the arena one Cut him some slack. He's the one out there. He saved our bacon that many times oh. and got us to that point. Without him, we're not even in the World Cup. And then he gets – he's the only goalkeeper from Australia in the history of the World Cup to record a clean sheet. And We've about, had some good goalies. And what so. about his teammate? Oh, his teammate. Oh, yeah, that fucking idiot from Copenhagen yeah. FC coming out and sledging him. Just yeah. no love lost between those two. It's no love lost between yeah. the two keepers there, first yeah. and second keeper. So he's come out and sledge Matty Ryan saying something about politics and – Basically saying he had a shit game and cost Australia the World Cup. Um, well, he wasn't it's even his club fu- teammate. Well, he wasn't
2: even fucking there. Exactly, the he with...
0: played ex- exactly zero minutes for his national yeah. team. So shut yeah, up, Dickhead. It's probably
2: uh, that country that eats lemons. Um, <laughs> but my little my take on it is, I was up at obviously Stratty from uh, last Sunday all the way to the Saturday. We've just had to so every morning we were there. Um, it's it was I love it how it's you know the first thing you watch. Mm. Every morning is a game, and you get to see the highlights from the, the game through the middle of the night. And the boys, Harley and Jeremy Walters, Jeremy played first grade for Yamba for 10 years, loved soccer, and his little his young boy, Harley, who ended up winning, he was like a really high-level soccer player through his early teens, middle teens, to the point where he was going to sort of give away surfing to pursue that. I'm pretty sure he represented New South Wales early on. Yeah, Harley. he was a yeah. gun soccer player. So those boys were all over it. They loved it. And, and some of the games, like... The fucking Spain-Japan uh, game. Yeah. That that like, that like whole pool where it was Germany needed to, mm. you know, it was crazy some of the upsets. And Jolie with the Morocco core.
0: Mate, Jolie, our North Coast soccer expert, who was outstanding with Brad Smith as he well. Was. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's been pretty spot on, mate. Yeah. Morocco, they got the Spain, what is it, tomorrow morning or is it the next day? I don't know. but There's some sick I, I, think, match they're they're I think they can win that.
1: It'll be that'll be a good chance. Anyway. What about the matchup, England, France,
2: mate? Holy, deus. so you can see, like, obviously, Messi was unbelievable against us, and you can see the that extra bit of class, the difference. The Netherlands looked amazing against everyone who thought USA were going to be really good. So it's Netherlands, mm. Argentina in the first quarter, and then this morning, like
0: in for France. Yeah, considering they've got four out, four of the best players in the world out, and they are still. You'd have to say, other than Brazil, you'd think they'd be the second most formed team. Well, yeah. uh,
1: the updated odds. Brazil, uh, Brazil are number one, France number two, Argentina three, England four.
2: Yeah, and I, I, read, a, I read a really cool thing about the Argentina coast coach talking after the game with Australia. And he was really, you know, he was praised Australia, obviously, the way they played, the way they approached the game and the pressure they put Argentina on. And he was like, this is a really good game for us. Oh, Obviously, to, yeah, to get through, yeah. a hard game, real physical yep. game, and he knows that that's only going to get you know harder as they go through. He 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 was he was like, no game's easy. Like Australia um, are here for an absolute reason. We respected them. We knew it was going to be a tough game. That shows you
0: the level of competition in every game. I think it was telling Jackson Irvine's interview post game. Mm. He um yeah. he was in tears. It gives me goosebumps now because he emptied the tank out there for him, but. He made a telling point. You see, he said, Look around the stadium right now and the way the Argentinians are celebrating. And he goes, That's how much they respected us. Yeah. Kind of in that performance. Really And good he point. was right. They, Argy's, they had to work to win it. And I think everyone in the stadium felt that sense of relief. Well, so,
2: well, you see, you see that, that save at the end of the game oh. and the, and the defenders jump on their goalie and cuddle him. Mm. Fuck, they knew that we were coming and that we weren't going to give up till the final whistle. And that, that's what I love, the Australian fighting spirit. That
0: was sick. And just a quick one for that guy who took that shot, Garen Qual. That was his first ever game of professional <laughs> football, like senior football. He's the youngest player to play in the World Cup finals since Pele.
2: Yeah. So there, there's probably... That's a thing that I think um, Graham Arnold should get a lot of respect for is he's blooded so many good young players that have had such a great experience and they've created some... Really strong culture things, I think, moving forward. So, a lot
0: to be gained. Question to you, Blokes. I'm surprised he hasn't been re recontracted just yet. Is there any doubt that he gets a new contract? Well, I reckon those
1: conversations are real easy. Like, firstly, is there a better option out there? And maybe I, if and Pep got a well, well, <laughs> so, to do it. And secondly, is, is the current is, is the current person in the job? Has he ticked the boxes? Has he done what? a fantastic job? And I think. The, the second part is easy. He's done a, an amazing job and he's done an amazing job under a lot more pressure than he probably should have endured. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wouldn't
2: let him go on holidays yet. I'd, I'd have a contract in front well, of him right now. Well, what about this one? And you can see it with your fucking eyes closed. Do the lads want to play for him? They fucking give their fucking life for the Brad guy. Brad
1: Smith made that comment the other day.
2: Give the life for the guy. And he's, been, yeah. he's played for him. He lives and breathes it. He doesn't give a fuck about anything other than getting those guys going.
0: I think a telling thing, um, and it goes back to Brad's podcast, learning that, is these guys, to fly in for these tournaments, they basically fly in yeah. on a business class fight the day or two before the tournament. So you want to be coming into a camp there with a guy who's relatively relaxed, uh, who's an Aussie you can relate to because yeah. they've been speaking that many different languages, folks, yeah. all around the world. You want to come into an environment that feels like home and has some sense of I don't know, culture and togetherness. And I think what Graham's done there in creating that culture, I don't know, speaks volumes to him. And, and I'd, I'd be highly surprised if they don't offer him another contract.
2: Yeah, I think, I think you'd, ha- you'd be fucking mad. And you know he's going to keep blooding new players. You know he's going to continue that great culture of, you know, fighting for every minute, playing as a solid team. And I feel like Australia's defence was our attack. We had such mm. a good strong back four. Yeah. And, and you could read all the articles about how all our back four now have all the eyes of these Premier League clubs and these bigger clubs looking at how solid we were. That Wait,
0: where, where does uh, Souter play? Well, um, They reckon every big club. Well, I think and, you know, Newcastle and them are really looking yeah, at him hard. Be, he'd be the first guy he'd sign, would Well, he? he's, won, he's won more aerial uh, contests than any other person at this World Cup. So basically, if a ball's kicked in his vicinity in the air, he's winning a thing.
2: I think he nearly, and I think, Prior to the Argentina game, he had for every take on, so every you know forwards take on him, he'd had every, he'd won. He had like a hundred percent completion or hundred percent win rate. What what sort of money would he earn, Would he? They they were talking about it in the article. He was worth before he did his ACL a year ago, and he's just come back from that. They said he was his the, his club is with now. I can't remember who it was. He, their buying fee was about thirty five million. They reckon it'll double, yeah. so it'd be like about sixty seventy mil. He'd be the first guy I'd sign and. The way that oh, – I just, I just love the way they all played for each other. They fucking ran to – like, you look at look at Irvine. He ran till he fucking couldn't run anymore. And he would have kept running if he had to, just to try and mm. – they felt like they could win. You know how upset he was. He didn't go, yeah. oh, well, we played Argentina, you know, Messi's on the team. He was gen- – like, they all thought they could do it. So that's – that's on the coach, yeah. The I, coaching oh, I got
0: goosebumps
1: now. I reckon, I reckon, as Aussies, we can we can be so. It makes proud you love soccer. Yeah, we
2: 100%. still have a fucking World Cup on every year. Yeah, you know, like every, we get every the Euros and and all <laughs> yeah. these other great things, but yeah. nothing's better than that shit.
0: No, you're right, mate. Harry Suter, Stoke City, too. It was Stoke. Stoke. Yeah. So I think his uh, his stocks come well and truly. Oh, I
2: like six foot six, great under the air. You know, he s- seems really calm. He was pretty good against Messi's first goal. That was. You can't yeah. – no one fucked up there.
0: What? Do you, here's a question for you here. What do you think in terms of Australian rugby looking at this Socceroos side? Because there's some guys in that team who've barely even stepped foot in Australia. So they've gone through it with grandparents and other sorts of things. Is it – you know, is it something that we've got to look through the Wallabies where you just pick the, the best guys that are available from all around the world or you oh. just do that in a World Cup year? How does it work? Uh, well, my view
1: is I'm astounded that they haven't moved in that direction because I think – there's one thing for sure and certain with the population that we have and the domestic comps that we have, whether it be uh, soccer or, like, global games, yeah. soccer and rugby, you just can't – I mean, you've experienced it, Barnes. You can't earn the cash if you're at the top of your game for five, seven, eight years. You've got to go offshore to earn, like, really good money for the balance of your career. But it doesn't mean you're not Aussie. No, that's exactly right. So if I that's who yeah, you want to play for. 100%. And do you, who do you reckon, when we're talking to Brad Smith, who did he want to play for? He, he was waiting yeah. for the yeah. phone
2: well, like call. Stouter yeah. I think Is it Stouter Is that how you pronounce his last uh, name Souter. Harry Souter. Souter, yeah. Souter He he was Scottish I think he's either his mum or his dad One, one half it was, was Scottish He could have easily played for Scotland Yep You know Obviously a lot more interest in football over there Than there yeah. is in Australia But I guess you just love Australia that much. That's what, That's the way you went.
0: And I think, too, this is where your coach and the people play a big role. Like, Enormously. if you're the first guy who picks up a phone to someone and says, hey, mate, you're on our radar. We think we love what you're doing. Yeah. And and well, I know there's some Australian history there. I understand you might want to play for Scotland. Yeah. But just want you to know that we'd love to have you and would you like to come into camp with us and just, you know, on the next thing. And you got to throw it out there and just see what you're going to get.
2: The other thing I was thinking about, they, they – before, obviously, before we were at the World Cup, they were really trying to go for Graham Arnold's head. There was talk of John Elowesi or yeah. Harry Kuehl trying to take his role. It's it's funny that um that they uh, didn't bring them in just to the camp, just to have some of those old legends. You know how the Blues bring old legends, you know, Queensland yeah. and do that? It'd be sick to have, I don't know, maybe maybe the coaches, the assistant coaches they had, but from that golden generation, it would have been like Vidukas or whoever.
0: Is that, is that fine line between what's happened in the past and, and that, what we're yeah, trying to do for the future eight. because I think the respect of what those guys have done will always be there. I don't imagine there's a player that would have – because they all would have been, at around my age I reckon, real young when you saw that group go through and that probably inspired a lot of them to yeah. to do that. So I think the respect will be there but I think you've just got to find the right – the the right environment to do those sorts of things because some of those guys like you don't know what Harry Kiel's like Harry Kiel might be behind closed doors fucking death nailing yeah. him because he might be getting the job yeah. you just don't know yeah, yeah. this stuff happens mate don't think some of those ex-players are all rosy yeah. some of them probably hope they lose yeah fully So they want to have their names in light yeah invite. exactly yeah. so now that this group's come through and sort of surpassed that original group um, yeah you know, it's good on them well, we've got
1: a good couple of weeks ahead anyway going into the
0: finals. Um, move on to the NRL, CBA
1: agreement. I know it bores, bores you to uh, tears, Barnsley, but we've still got no CBA agreement, so that's a collective... For the, yeah, yep. the NRL. Yeah, with the NRL, which means we don't have a salary cap for next year set, which means there's a lot of players in the wilderness that, you know, you can't even... So well, give, it,
0: give us a player example, Condor, of like what position well, he's in and as a club. Well, let's say what, Marty Tapao. Okay. okay Manly, so, he, yep. so
1: he was off contract at Manly last year. I think Parramatta wanted to pick him up at the end of last year and offer him a further two years. Manly wouldn't release him. Um, We move into uh, the off-season where you can negotiate. No one can commit because they don't know what the salary cap is. Mm. So at the moment, he's without a club. That's just one example. Like, pretty unprofessional. Like, that we're sitting here first week of December. Let's hope that they sort it out in the next week or two.
0: Whose fault is it? The Players Association or the NRL or a combination that they can't come to an agreement? Well, I think if you go back to
1: the cricket, cricket example, I think it's both parties. Yeah, okay. It's got to be pushed by both parties. So obviously Clint Newton on the players as a player's representative and Volandi's on the NRL side. And then the clubs are just caught in the middle because they just get what they're given. So it's got to be sorted out. Um, righto, we've got uh, first time call, a long time listener, but it's actually me. Yeah. I'm going to ask a question today. Yeah, okay. You guys, are, you guys are cricket experts, so this is Kondo's <laughs> question. Yeah. I want to know after the weekend and going into the summer and seeing the form that Steve Smith's in, is he going to, or is he already
0: the greatest batsman we've seen? Since Bradman? Yep. Let's just put it out there. No one's in the stratosphere of Bradman. I don't care what anyone says. I, I, I think you can have an opinion on it, but when you compare him to the next nearest batsman and you're 30, my mouse isn't good, but 39 runs better in average... Yeah, the greatest statistically ever. So Bradman's on his own, but I think he's gotta be he's gotta be up there with the second best and very close to it.
2: Can I ask a question before we go deep diving? Bradman, were some of the bowlers, so some of the let's just say the English bowlers, were they at that time, could they bowl at 130, 140? Yeah,
0: Harold Larwood, they reckon you could do the sort of footage on him and capture it. It's like, I don't know how they do it with like like old technology, but they reckon he was bowling high 130s. And oh. un- un- uncovered pitches. Un- uncovered pitches. And I'll say this have you ever seen the protective gear he had?
2: Well, I know a lot of the protective gear was like curtains from
0: his mum's house and
2: (laughs) fucking, you know, the hand mitts that they used to pull the fucking roast out of. Wasn't that the batting gloves?
0: Pretty much with less padding, I think. (laughs) Oven mitts. Oven mitts. Mate, that's, yeah. that's what you got to and understand. His,
2: and his bat was a fucking bit of jif, driftwood he carved out of the fucking – from the beach.
0: Yeah. There were some great players in that era, like yeah. your Jardines and, and even, the, even the guys that we had, you know. Like, you go through some of the – but they all had averages around that 40 and 52. Yeah. So, it seems like everyone sits around this one yeah. pile and then there's just him as but a but normal – But do you
1: reckon, to answer the question, Barnsley, does it have to come down to sort of like looking at baseball stats where it's just all about average? Or is it about, like, when you look at a batsman and say he's the best ever, okay, so we've got Bradman up here. Mm. Are we looking at most hundreds? Are we looking at a combination of, of most big scores and average? What
0: Like, how would you assess it? I, I think in today's day and age it's a bit easier to, to work out because guys are playing a similar amount of... Tests, you test, know what I mean? Yeah. So hundreds matter. I think hundreds yeah. matter. And I think games played matters because Steve Smith's only played 88 and he's got 29 hundreds. And he was banned for two years. Yes. So you're talking the guys, likes of Ponding and them have got 40 and Tendulkar at 51. They played a, 200, play, 200 test matches or something? 200 tests for Tendulkar. played and, and Ponding's played 150-odd? I think he played 261.
2: Yeah. Tendul- yeah. Did he? Yeah. He did, mate. Um, Fuck. My, my next question, back to Bradman, just, to, just so for all our listeners out here, just a few silly questions. But did they, the test teams they, that Bradman would have played in his 29 tests or whatever it is, was it England, New Zealand, India? Yeah, less. Uh, like how many teams? Um, I don't think they played there's much ten, against there's India There's 10 in teams those days. in the world
1: test. They played a lot against England. Yeah. Yep. And then um, was there A New lot Z- against South Africa. New Zealand? Uh, yes, but I think the, I think Pakistan and India, not as much, if you um, go through Bradman's era. And the what Windies, about West Windi- Indies? We are pretty weak back the, then, the, no. But the three that they played against mainly were South Africa, England, West Indies.
0: And, and no New Zealand, or was there New uh, Zealand?
1: Bits and pieces, yeah. Okay.
0: It, it is hard I get your point there that The just, fact that yeah, I just These guys are scoring Against different opposition Different yeah. bowlers Different But it's it incredibly better Batting conditions right now Yeah so, oh, For yeah. sure yeah. And yeah. if
2: someone's bowling 140 And you got your mum's Fucking oven mitts on You know At least they've got Elbow guards and the rest—they yeah. can come out. Yeah, and bubble I'll, up. I'll try. I'll, yeah. I'll
0: try and remember this, but he reckons the fastest bowler he ever faced, Bradman, was an Indigenous bloke from um, from Queensland, Brisbane bloke. He was a no way. Yeah, I'll find. I'll find the name for you. I'll come back to you on that. It was an Aboriginal bloke. They reckon he, he's his test average and stuff was not that great, but I think he toured with those Indigenous sides that went overseas. But they reckon he was just lightning, and he really? could yeah. So I'll find that out. But back to you, Steve Smith. Cheese, I find him hard. I find him hard to watch. There's so many things I struggle with it about moving. him, but yep. the numbers don't lie with what he's doing.
2: Again, another question: What is he fixed up in the? Light? You know how they're saying he's done. He's fixed up F- his falling
1: mo- across his body. Michael Clark did a lot of work with oh, him. Yeah. Okay. So, so he's, he's just straightened up his stance. Just so he's more centered, he's more centered, and yep. still because yep. he did a lot of moving, didn't more he? More centered and still, and not falling across his body across the ball. And
2: so that keeps the bat a bit
1: well it c- c- keeps your keeps your head from not moving across i think that's uh, and it also
0: and it also stops him getting lbw yep. so much he falls over and then things teams are targeting him at his pads or they bowl yep. short to him and get him caught yeah caught out out, out wider okay so, was, so let's so. not sit on the fence so. in in your view woody and
1: berwick who's the best batsman that you guys have seen
0: best batsman the most enjoyable batsman i love watching was brian lara but he Statistically wise, he's not. He only averaged fifty two. Um, he played against some bloody great bowling attacks, though. You know what I mean? And he destroyed them. So and he got big scores. So he's up there. Um, Kumar sangakara has got to get a bit of a rap too. Silent assassin, there isn't he? He's got thirty eight hundreds, average of fifty seven. Yeah. Carried a Sri Lankan team yeah. basically on his shoulders. Other than Morley bowling, it was pretty much him yeah, with the bat. Yeah. So, Jay Warden was good too, but... What yeah, what do you, you Woody? reckon, Woody?
2: The best I can... See, like, the best I've seen... I'm just going off what I've seen live. I, I, my favourite back in the day when I actually played was Mark War. I love watching yeah. Mark Waugh. Yeah. He, uh, he's he's nowhere, in my top two. He's nowhere near um, what yeah, those guys 40s, average. Yeah. And Ponning was also my favourite. Mm-hmm. I, I remember towards the end when he was struggling and he was on his way out, you really wanted to see him just hit a couple of big scores. Um... But I, I actually really like I, I really like watching Steve Smith bat. I don't. I I hope he goes past. I hope. I really think he deserves it. He obviously went down on his sword with all the sandpaper shit, and he copped two years. Yeah, he he, he missed two years mm. in his prime, to he could be in his absolute prime. Let's yeah. say he's on a hundred mm. tests right now. Let's say he missed twelve to fifteen tests in those two years. A year or, yeah, all up yeah. over two years or eighteen months or whatever it was. He could be on fucking thirty five hundreds, and his average could be. You know, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a His gra- average could be slightly higher Like, It's a great point you make And he I mean We don't know what fucking happened And how many of them knew But he definitely To a degree Went down on his sword He fucking Oh had mate to, He
0: man. couldn't have In that whole situation And what's his he mental health like better. Even
2: now You know He's still probably That elephant's still probably there To a degree He caught one guy Yelling at him on the way out to bat Still fucking there you fucking cheating, fuck!
0: I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, it would be interesting, but but I, I, I think one one person we're probably forgetting is how good Coley is too in this generation. I know Test wise, he may not have the we numbers, just but so one, much one day cricket has he's he? got forty five one day hundreds. Like he's, he's one day stuff. It, Coley across the three variants, he'd be right up there. He's got to be right oh, up.
2: There. I I I think he and to a degree, you've got to understand how much he's probably saved Test cricket like by making it a really important thing for the Indian test team to do well. They obviously beat Australia and Australia a few summers ago. especially
1: in an era of IPL, 100%.
2: You know, he's really pushed for the test stuff to keep going. And and if it's the Indian captain who's the best batter in the world, they've kept it all going with that new contest they have where it's over two years and they have the finals after two years, two years of test. So two
1: that you haven't mentioned in Kondo's top three, uh, Kim Hughes. Are you taking the piss here? I thought he was amazing. To watch, yeah, really, yeah, okay, yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> Adam Gilchrist and Mark Waugh—they're my three. I'm not saying the best by averages or the okay. amount of hundreds. Okay. Right, Kim, right. Kim Hughes had every shot in the book, and he, and he played in an era where helmets were really around, and he had no hesitation in.
2: I think I think he will be. I think he is pretty much now the best since Bradman. Steve Smith, yeah, yeah, I think he is for what he has to deal with. For what he did in England in two thousand nineteen, where he just come back and he fucking chucked Australia crazy. on his shoulders, he got fucking a broken an arm and a fucking headbutt here and there, and he can bat anyway. He scored hundreds everywhere. If we do that too, you look at the stats of not just getting them all on home. So
1: Woody, you've had a week off. So this week you're on homework review. You're going to come on Thursday uh, for Friday's experts, and you're going to give us a rundown on WSL. We've just had Hallie Eva. qualification of the Aussies. There were some definitely definitely some surprises and some real standouts.
2: Um, so that's the review for this week. Yep, looking forward to it. I'll come back with an in depth review. Rest in peace, Barnsley.
0: Yeah, Paul Broughton. That's a sad one. I'll throw it to you, Condo, because you would have um, you've had a bit of experience with and around Paul and, and, and his influence on the game of rugby league. But I think it's a quiet one for people who don't know. He's kind of one of those guys in the background who seem to have a huge influence over not just the game as a player, but then coaching, then into Man-toring. all this stuff, and a mentoring, administration. Uh, yeah, take yeah, us well, back to how you uh, it.
1: Paul was in his 90s, and uh, obviously he's passed away. But I think up until a couple of weeks ago, he was in pretty good health. Uh, I first came across him when he, he was probably... I'm pretty sure I'm correct in saying he was the f- the was instrumental in bringing in uh, coaching accreditation. So you actually had level one, level two, level three, which a lot of major sports in Australia then followed. Which it was in the early 80s. Yeah, right. Um, this is after a you know pretty uh, pretty established playing career, coaching career, um, and then really, if anything after that, he became a mentor to a lot of good people in in the NRL, including um, I think the. Uh, the Main award that you can win at the Titans is, um, yeah, uh, it's the Paul, Paul, Paul Broughton, Broughton Award, yeah, yeah. It's
0: the des- Titans' best player. He was instrumental in setting up, I think, the Chargers, the first team on the Gold Coast. But I think he was an innovator too, mate. Like, um, he was a f- he went over to the States and brought in man- Manfred Moore, yep. what was his name to man? Newtown? To Newtown, he was yep. the first um NFL player ever to play in the NRL. Oh, when you I hear Singo that. talk about that yeah. on the Matty Johns podcast, it's all time. I remember Singo. yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, so he's um, one of those, and he's one of those guys that you listen to, and, and especially uh,
1: over the weekend, uh, no one's got a bad word to say about him. And, yeah, and which is
0: which is hard to do in the game of rugby league. Hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: Okay, so get off the fence this week. Uh, are we going to postpone it till Thursday until you do your WSL review? Because I know you've got a few beefs about the WSL and the qualification period. Do we wait till Thursday and yeah, you we're, it in one? Yeah, we we'll wait till Thursday. Because I right. think that might get quite. It might be quite a robust conversation. James.
2: Oh, just about the injury wildcards and first yep. in and all that okay, shit. So oh, we'll, I'd like to go into that a little bit, but okay. we'll, we'll, we'll wait for Thursday. We'll
1: do that on Thursday. Ball's deep, Barnsley.
0: Can you go past the soccer ruse? I
1: don't think you can this week. Yeah. Is there
0: anything else you'd you'd want to touch on? Like obviously Steve Smith with 2900s tying Bradman, that's pretty good, but it,
2: you just fucking wish there was always six sport like the World Cup on oh, where no. it's like you look at all the World Cups, you look at the Olympics, you look at yep. the Super oh, Bowl. It's so good. This is like fucking from the whole wide world, people in jungles, third world favelas <laughs> and they're all there. African fucking deserts, they're all watching and it's the big boys, like, you got to understand, like, what would Messi be feeling? Like, everyone expects him to get Argentina at least to the final, and they know, and he knows the legacy thing with Maradona. If he wins, he goes past him. It's plain and simple. Like, there's some big shit on I Lundra don't think now to- can win. Ronaldo's still there. You don't know no, that, but...
0: No, It'd be you, great. I, you, honestly, mate, if there's another team that kind of wins it now, I'm, I'm rooting for the Argies. Oh, yeah. And if history okay. says something, the team that beats Australia in the top, the round of 16, goes on and wins the World Cup.
2: Oh, mate, like... <laughs> and and, no, and been there so twice. Yeah, <laughs> we've been there so
0: many times, you, you
2: look at You look at it, but, like, we never thought Australia would get anywhere near Argentina. They fucking took them to the end. And there was, you know, every chance we could have gone 2-2 up and had a crack yeah. at them in extra time. So... You can't write Argentina off with, with Messi in these. Okay,
1: condo has got a ball's deep because we've set up a little punting fund because we've now got, uh, we've now got two out of two on our NFL uh, best bets, uh, Woody. And you've, got, you've come up with the name of the Swooping Magpies, which has gone global. It's so right? sick. The traction that it's got. Like, no, no, hang on, hang on. Just let me finish. And you've got to come up with, I reckon, probably maybe three junior teams that we're going to sponsor next year. Okay And it's going to be sponsored Out of our little punting fund Why do we
0: sponsor A man of the matches For them or something Yeah man of matches
1: Hats I don't know We'll come okay. up with We'll come gear, up with Can we give them yeah. gear like and all, all gear um, So you've got to come up With another three names So swooping magpies Is Well known
2: you got to come up With another yeah, three did,
0: names Wait wait for it I reckon come up yeah. With it over time No no no
1: There's no hurry mm. Yeah like
2: it Just one off the top of my head Lake Hainsworth catfish We'll fucking <laughs> <kick>.
0: <laughs> The red claw What's Yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, but, they,
2: like, I'll, I'll say this about the Swooping Magpies. You get a name, and, like I said, that name, they go out and they don't play a good game in that next game, they're fucking... No one remembers, but they've gone on for four more games to get the state titles, and they're close, gnarly games. They fucking... They swoop their way to victory, dude. <laughs> Mate, Friday night on NBN
1: News, it was Lennox Head got a mention, as in Lennox Head public school, but it was just all about swooping magpies. The
2: guy on the, yeah. the video that you put up in the in our WhatsApp yeah. chat of uh, Arch on the plane, With the, yeah. the pilot. guy did yeah. the pilot, <laughs> did the <it>? pilot, the <laughs> swooping magpies. I was pissing myself. <laughs> but like, if you we were talking about it the other day, if you walk around Lennox, middle of magpie season, there's one on every street. <laughs> Pacific Parade on the beach, the next street over Stewart Street, there's one. There's one <laughs> near the bowl on Given Street, and there's fucking one on the oval at Megan Crescent. They're everywhere. Righto, Woody, final word. <laughs> final word. I've got a bit of a story. Aussie titles, um, obviously helping scrap, uh, scrap uh, like uh, Harry O'Brien. Uh, he's in the 18th final, so it's the last day. We've had on and off rain with all the storm that sort of brought up the swell. We're at Cylinders, which is down the side of the island. And we're halfway down the beach. There's this really nice rocky outcrop that everyone's sort of. There's tents down below us where the state tents are and the judging stuff. We're above that, so you can sort of look out and have a good view of the lineup. Pandanus is around. We're on the rocks. Sun's coming out. I'm in long pants because it's sort of on and off rain. Scraps in his boys. We're a heat away from the fucking final of the 18 boys. Scraps next to me. We're just talking about you know uh, you know lineups for where he's going to sit, the way he's going to approach the final feel this thing on my leg I'm like wow What's going on Like fuck it's windy There's a foot and a half Brown snake Doing fucking Three-O's <laughs> on my legs Scraps next to me With only boardies on It jumps I jump up It jumps up It strikes at me Misses me it Holy It had a strike shit. at you Striked at us Missed it I flicked it off Just nearly got Um, it Just missed scrap And went into the pandanus Like swivelled in But really aggressive Like it had been startled I must have been Sitting on the fucking thing <laughs> Imagine oh, if Scrap got bitten on the leg. Harry O'Brien can't serve the Australian title finals due to a brown snake bite because his coach has just thrown a brown snake. Or off imagine his lap. this: imagine this. Harry O'Brien's coach, James Wood, gets bitten on the dick by a brown snake <laughs> and loses his penis.
0: <laughs> and mate, have you seen what happens now? To identifies
2: the bite? as a he/she. Then was <laughs> and's going to the Olympics as a female hurdler.
0: Oh, it's good to have you back, Woody. Uh, final word from Barnsley. No, I'm going to throw it out there to scrap for a bloody – to do yeah. what he's done. How far How far has he come, mate? That's mate, he's –
2: yeah, and he worked his ass off, but
0: – Young Harry O'Brien, he's, mate, he's, to what he yeah, did. Yeah.
2: He, he, I'm sure he wishes he had a better final, but, um, you know – he 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 went hard. It was sick.
1: Aussie oh. titles are difficult, and he made the final. Yeah. He finished third in eighteen nationally. A, it's and enormous,
2: he's a, and he's the low side of the age group. And so he's enormous. still got another year. So good so on, on you, him,
1: mate. Righto. Condo's uh, last word. I, I I don't know. I can't go without this one because it's an absolute cracker of a podcast coming up from Brad Smith. But I've got to chuck in. Uh, Woody asked the question, um, just to, as a bit of a prelim, when you get picked for the socceroos, you've got to get up in front of everyone and you've got to sing a song. So we just threw it out there. We thought the answer from Brad was, oh, I'm not going to sing it here while we're doing a podcast. But anyway, he did. So here it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> two trailer park girls go around the outside around the outside around the outside I've created a monster because nobody wants to see my no more they want shady I'm chopped liver well if you want shady this is what I give you a little bit of weed mixing some hard got some vodka that'll dump my heart quicker than a shock when I get shocked at the hospital by the doctor when I'm not cooperating while I'm rocking the table while he's operating hey. you waited this long to stop debating because I'm mad I'm on a rag and ovulating I know that you got the job is cheney but your husband's hot mm-hmm. problems complicated so the fcc won't let me be you'll let me be me so let me see try to <laughs> shut me down on mtv mm-hmm. be me so, so let me see because it feels so empty without me yeah. oh, oh yeah. how good was that? <laughs> fucking epic <laughs> giddy up <laughs>